You can't steal second with your foot on first. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Picnic Table Society. I am Joe Calibro here with my good friends, Aaron Williams and Jeff Deck, and we have a special guest today, Todd Lynch. How's everyone doing this morning? Wonderful. Absolutely amazing. Phenomenal. I just came from a meeting, so I'm doing real good. How about you, Joe? Did you oh, get a meeting in this morning? No, I've been awake for probably... No, I've been awake for about an hour. Yeah, so. no meeting though, right? No. So well, you probably feel like crap. No, if you count getting both of my kids dressed this morning and out the door, I think... You know, that, I think that qualifies as a I've got four kids. They're dressed and out the door. I made it to a meeting. Ooh. So that's five meetings for you, correct? Pretty much five meetings. Yeah. Wow. Speaking of meetings, what are we talking about today? I don't know. Aaron, what's going on? What are we talking about today? Funny you guys should ask and this be brought up. Our meeting, our topic today is meeting schmeeting. Ooh. So this morning we're going to be talking about, you know, the controversial topic of making a meeting every day. You know, it's suggested in the program that. You go to a meeting every day, but I've also learned in the last two and a half years that not everyone makes a meeting every day, and everyone's program looks differently. So I wanted to hear your guys' opinion today on that. So that means meeting schmeetings should really be said, meeting schmeetings. <laughs> Pretty much. Mm, okay. Wow. Well, uh, you know, the fact that we're sitting here with Joe, who uh, works a different program than myself, I'll speak for myself, where <laughs> I go to meetings every day, sometimes two meetings a day, and Joe really doesn't do that. But here's the thing about Joe, in my opinion. Can't really classify Joe as the same typical Joe, because Joe actually is married to an alcoholic. Joe actually owns a business with another al- alcoholic, and Joe actually is full of service work for Alcoholics Anonymous. That's true. What I'm thinking about is the, the typical Joe out there who is around no alcoholics, gets clean and sober for a couple of years, and then just stops going to meetings and lives a normal life out there. Hmm. So what's his deal with uh, possibly relapsing? Is he really happy at home? Are things good at home? I think that's where meeting schmeetings may come into play. Interesting. Interesting. No, I don't go to meetings every day. And um, matter of fact, me and Todd were briefly talking about this before the show. And I told him I would not say anything until we were on the show about this. And um, my experience with going to meetings every day. So in my first year of sobriety, okay, I lived in a halfway house at the the Java Club in Jacksonville. And, um, you know, I was going to meetings every day. I got a job. Okay. The job was a, um, a, a, I'm not going to get into what the job was. It was total, you know, it was a, it was a bullshit job. Let's just. You got to tell that dishwashing job story one day. Oh, one of these days. One <laughs> of these days. But no, this, this, it was a pretty terrible job, but it was a split shift. Okay. So we went to work at nine o'clock in the morning. We got off at one o'clock in the afternoon. And then we went back at five o'clock in the afternoon and got off at nine o'clock in the evening. Mm-hmm. Okay. Monday through Thursday. Okay. Now, look at those times. Those are the times of all the meetings around here. See, back then, like, the you know, the 7 a.m. meeting that they have at the Java Club? That didn't exist back then, Mm -hmm. okay? There wasn't any 2 o'clock in the afternoon meeting or anything like that. It was the noon meeting that they had. I also didn't have a car either. But um, they, so they had the noon meeting, the 5.30 meeting, and the 7 o'clock meeting, okay? And I worked during all of those times. And so my meeting substitute was getting off of work um, for the first shift at one o'clock in the afternoon, 
and the job was right down the road from where I was living at the, you know, from the halfway house. So I'd get off of work at one o'clock in the afternoon. I'd be back over at the Java Club at like one o five, and I'd be hanging out with everybody at the picnic tables mm-hmm. after the meeting. Okay, and that was my meeting substitute. Yeah, well, and that was in my first year, and that was years ago. And so I just got used to the fact of not going to a meeting every single day. And yeah, my my opinion, and we'll we'll get more into this later. But my opinion on whether or not you need to be. I, I am of the opinion that, you know, I mean, you do whatever works for you. It's on an individual basis. But I don't feel that people actually need to go to a meeting every day. Hey, I understand what you're saying, Joe, but I don't think you got used to the fact of not going to a meeting every day. I think you got used to the fact of justifying why you can't get to a meeting every day. Mm. And for, for an alcoholic and an addict to justify something is just pretty much bullshit in your way around it. Make sure you hit the bleep on that. So you know. now, for me, it was, you know, when I was in rehab, it was suggested in rehab that you do the whole 90 and 90. You know, so 90 meetings, ninety meetings in 90 days. And that is what got me started on my journey. And then I started working with a sponsor who, she had six, five, six years at the time when she first started sponsoring me. And still to that day, she had been to a meeting almost every single day. So I know... A lot of us follow our sponsors, and that's just kind of what I did. And so for me, a meeting every day is what I do, you know, and I can start to feel myself. If I don't make it, and if say life hits me in a day and, and I don't make it to a meeting, it's not the end of the world. You know, I do make sure that I do other things such as service in the day or I pick up the phone and call another alcoholic. I definitely pick up the phone and call my sponsor. But, you know, it, it life comes and sometimes you can't make it to a meeting every day, or at least I can't. But I know, especially after that second day, I really start to feel out of whack, especially when I haven't met a, made a meeting. But opposite of you, Joe, that's what I was kind of raised in the program with, is a meeting every day where you were raised not going to one. So that's what you know is not going to one. Listen, most people were raised with the whole, you know, going to a meeting every day. You know, then there's nothing wrong with that. I, I think if that's what you want to do for your sobriety, I think it's great. But I'm, I am really, I feel very strongly about the fact that um, for some people, if they get to a certain place that where they feel as though a meeting every day is not necessary, whether they're doing one a week, whether they're doing something else, whether they're not even going to meetings at all, but they're doing something else to stay plugged into whatever network they're in, I think that's totally fine. I mean, one of the my favorite. Um, sayings and Todd can go ahead and back me up on this one okay we know a guy who used to say this is Alcoholics Anonymous not Alcoholics Unanimous you don't have to think like me act like me or be like me what's suggested is you work the 12 steps and be you so the answer is in the 12 steps for me it has nothing to do with going to meetings don't get me wrong you learn a lot from going to meetings you meet people you build your network but for me, sobriety has nothing to do with going to meetings. It's all about my relationship with, you know, my higher power, working those principles in all my affairs. So that me, being said, Todd, what's mm-hmm. up, man? I, I like this topic. and uh, Oh, I know you do. <laughs> when I met my sponsor, he asked me to do 90 meetings in 90 days. And I saw it as I had to go to a meeting. So, uh, and, and I didn't like it, but... It started to work for me. I was such a low bottom drunk that uh, I was able to experience this this spiritual experience of not drinking. So uh, I started getting the benefit of it, and then it got to where I didn't have to go; I wanted to go, 
And that was a big shift. That was a real big shift. So looking at the triangle of recovery, unity, and service, you know, I'm, I'm working the steps. I'm, I'm, I'm getting plugged in. And I'm feeling like I'm so excited to go to these meetings because this is where my tribe is. These are my people. And on the same thing about meetings, meetings, I really like that. (laughs) I was out at the beaches area and uh, the topic was, why do I go to meetings? And uh, there were so many different answers and so many different experiences. But the one I liked the most is the guy said, if I didn't go to meetings and I stayed at home, I would miss the newcomer because newcomers don't walk across my living room floor. And in recovery, unity, and service, in order to give it back, you've got to take somebody through the 12 steps. And by taking somebody through the 12 steps, you go through them again. I run across an occasional person who says, I need to go through the 12 steps with my sponsor again. And, of course, we should do that on an annual checklist. We should go through the 12 steps daily. But to take a, a newcomer through the 12 steps and watch the miracle unfold in front of you, man, it's just like, it's like having a weak battery and getting jump started. It gets you excited. Uh, I think that was fantastic, Todd. And I'm going to piggyback off a little bit of what you said here. And uh, again, I just want to reiterate that I'm not um, talking about Joe and the way he goes about his recovery because Joe is a different kind of person here as far as he is actually around the program of Alcoholics Anonymous. Okay? For me, and this is my experience and my opinion, is there were men and even women that were in these rooms and in these meetings that helped me stay clean and sober one day at a time when I first got here. And even along the way in years when I went through difficult situations. So if I don't go into those meeting halls, that's the most selfish thing that I could do because somebody else inside needs my help. Joe's outside the meeting hall helping people. Mm -hmm. Different story. But what about Joe Smith who gets sober once again for two years And then he just stops going to meetings and he's just out there. He goes to meeting once in a while. He doesn't raise his hand to, uh, to sponsor anybody. We go, we know a guy here, he works for an AC company. We won't say his name, but he, he doesn't raise his hand to uh, sponsor anybody. But every now and then somebody will come up to him and say, will you be my sponsor? I like what you shared. And his response is, well, you could call me until you actually find a sponsor. (laughs) I mean, I just feel like you're missing out on the actual, the truth and the happiness and the joy of being able to walk somebody else through the 12 steps of Alcoholics Anonymous and you're losing out on opportunities if you don't come to meetings. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, and so my what I've learned in early recovery is that, you know, chase your recovery like you chase the dope man. Mm. And so for me, I know that every day I could get out, I get out of bed to go chase the dope man and to make it to the liquor store. You know, that, that that was my main focus. So when I got in these rooms, you know, I wake up in the morning and, and I have no purpose at the beginning. Absolutely no purpose. And so the meetings started to give me purpose. Yeah. And then piggybacking off of you two about the newcomer, you know, I really like how, what I've heard in, in in meetings and in the fellowship that, you know, my higher power speaks to me through you guys. So it's like, you know, if I'm not coming to these meetings, I'm missing what my higher power is trying to tell me. I could be missing what he's trying to tell me mm-hmm. for the day, you know. And most of the time what that looks like for me is sitting in a meeting, even when I don't want to be in one. That's really when I hear what I need to hear is is when I'm like, ah, oh, this damn meeting. And if I actually quiet my head and listen 
it'll be the person that's sitting back there mumbling while they're sharing. And if I if I change my perception, I'll hear the message that I needed to hear for the day. Hmm. You know, so two things, okay? So number one, you, you did mention something that I hear a lot, okay, which is, uh, what is it, I chase drugs and alcohol every day. One of the expressions that you will hear is, hey, you, you drank every day or you got high every day, so you need to go to a meeting every day. That is one expression I I cringe when I hear it. <laughs> I love I, that I, expression. I, I, I believe I, it in 100%. Most people 100%. do. I can't stand it. Now, listen, Why can't I, you stand it? I, had a, listen, I, had a, I want to hear the justification. Yeah, I'm I'm sure. Sure. Listen, I had a two-bundle-a-day dope habit, okay? So, right. I mean, I was getting high every single day. A lot of okay? bundles. <laughs> no, it is. Hey, you listen, six meetings. Hey, yeah, listen, yeah, a, yeah, a bundle. Six meetings a day for you. Listen, hey, a bundle a day keeps the sponsor away, right? That's just rationalization now. But no, seriously. Okay, so yeah, did I get high every day? Absolutely. Okay, but when it comes down to like, you know, saying like I need to be in a meeting every day, absolutely not. Listen, the the one thing I love about Alcoholics Anonymous or any any 12-step program, period, okay? Mm -hmm. The 12 steps is a practical program of action, okay? And it gets us to act completely different from the way we used to. And we, we, there's spiritual principles behind these steps. And if we apply those to our lives, we get spiritual, Okay. Meetings is meetings is just uh, it's it's a fellowship. It's something to do. It's something to engage us. It's something to keep us plugged in and and build our network and and and, and work with the newcomer and stuff like that. And which is which is great, but it's, it has nothing to do with those twelve steps. The twelve steps is what my sobriety is really sort of is based off of okay it's the foundation of my sobriety okay meetings have nothing to do with that whatsoever in my opinion okay and everybody has but the the best thing about it is like i said the 12 steps is like a a a one size fits all program okay everybody does everybody has their own experiences and that's really what it's based off is our own experiences experiences. okay me like you know some people thrive off of going to meetings they'll go to one two a day and they just love it and that's fantastic for you me oh man i think i'd actually become less sober if i went to a meeting every day i can't stand some of these meetings and i can't stand some of the stuff i hear in there my uh my sponsor that years ago. sounds like a spirituality problem. No, I mean, I just, that, that's just me. I mean, that's just my personality, I guess. My sponsor a long time ago, um, <laughs> it was actually kind of funny. He, uh, this was back when I would, you know, I, like I said, I explained the, the whole split shift thing I had Monday through Thursday, but then I'd go to meetings Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So it was, it was a Sunday. I called him one day and he said, uh, what meeting did you go to today? I went to the, uh, the Jabba Club 11 o'clock Sunday meeting, and my sponsor, who was from England, he had this real funny laugh and funny English, English accent. He, he went, he went, ha, 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 that's not a meeting. That's a fashion show. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> and it was, re- it was really funny. But, um, you know, it, and then a couple years later, I kind of realized, you know what? He's right. I was like, this meeting is bullshit, you know? And I just stopped going to it. And so, but like I said, everybody has their own opinion. Everybody has their own experiences. Right. And I think just, you know, you have to find what works for you. And that's about it. Well, if you guys out there are listening to this show, you're going to find out in the future that Joe and I are going to disagree on a lot of things. I agree with Joe when he's talking about how the 12 steps are the solution here. I totally disagree with him about how you don't find out anything else about the 12 steps in a meeting. I need step meetings. I need to hear other people talk about how they've been through the steps so I could continue to grow in different ways. Otherwise, I'm just having one man's suggestions and experience, my sponsor, on how the steps are worked. I think one thing that we need to talk about here real quick, and Todd, maybe Todd could follow me up because he may agree on this, is the relapse part of not going to meetings. 
all the statistics on it. What, what happens if we don't go to meetings? I know for me, when somebody comes back from a relapse and they raise their hand and they tell their sorry sob story, what's the first thing they say? It happened because, well, I stopped going to meetings. And when I stopped going to meetings, I stopped calling my sponsor. But it's always, I stopped going to meetings. Mm. And look at what we just went through with the pandemic. Do you know I looked up something? Alcohol sales went up 55% when the pandemic hit. And overdoses are through the roof. They are, meeting yeah. Stopped. No, I know. And I'm not even going to get into Zoom, okay, because th- that qualified as a meeting, and it totally helped a lot of us stay sober, okay? But it still wasn't the same as being inside that room, being around people physically. It was not the same. I, I feel a little bit differently about that, okay, because – and 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 Todd and Jeff actually know a, a little bit more about this as far as um, – uh, the, the whole genesis, matter of fact, for this whole podcast, the reason why I even came up with this idea. A few years ago, um, you know, I was looking at the population statistics from Alcoholics Anonymous, and they were, you know, the statistics were showing how younger people were just not, um, they were, the population of young people in Alcoholics Anonymous had dropped off dramatically over the years. And I was like, well, where are these, where are they? It's not like there's no young alcoholics or drug addicts out there. I mean, there's definitely young people out there that are, that are alcoholic and, and addicted to whatever kind of, you know, substances and stuff like that. So they must be going somewhere, right? And I heard that there were people doing like online chat rooms and stuff like that, as opposed to going to physical meetings. And um, I said, hey, I, I, Jeff, I said, what if we were to set up, because Jeff was running the, the Java Club at the time, and me and Todd were on the board of directors. And I said, what if we were to set up like a kiosk? And this is, this is how little I knew of virtual meetings, or I didn't even know Zoom existed back oh, then. Yeah. I was like, what if we set up a kiosk, you know? Like you're in, like, you're in the, uh, what is it, the mall? Yeah. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? I'm like, what if we set up a kiosk with like an iPad and people can do like FaceTime meetings or something like that? And uh, of course, we never did anything with it. No, but we, but then, we lo still and behold, have the stand. Yeah, we do. We still have the stand. I did buy that. But lo and behold, a few years later, pandemic hits. Everybody's on Zoom. Yeah, we need to have a whole show about Zoom. Right, but yeah. pe- but people are doing it, and they're. I mean, Aaron, I'm sure you know some people that are. They predominantly go to Zoom meetings, and it works for them. Yeah. So I actually, it was kind of cool to actually watch a woman a few weeks ago pick up a year chip, and she got sober on Zoom. Wow. Now, listen, when the pandemic hit last year, I went to Zoom meetings a- as frequently as possible. You know, if I ha- if I hadn't got my meeting in or I didn't know if someone starting a- having a meeting in their house, I would get on a Zoom meeting. For me, I hate Zoom. I, I-, I hated it. Absolutely hated it. And I was trying to sit here and think about it. Todd, remind me, you were just talking. It's what are the three sides of the triangle? It's the unity, recovery, unity, and service. Recovery, unity, and service. I don't think anywhere in the big book, I've been sitting here trying to rack my brain, does it talk about going to a meeting every day? It talks nope. about recovery, unity, and service. You know, you got me thinking, Joe, when you were talking about the 12 steps. Like, it's all in the 12 steps for you. We're losing her. We're, we're losing her. <laughs> Todd, we're losing her. No, come on over to the dark side. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's right. And, and, and so when, when I watch right. this woman pick up her year chip, you the know. The force is strong with this one. <laughs> so one out, of, uh, one out of 50 picked up a year chip. Good luck. Yeah, you know, yeah, good luck. Yeah, yeah. Keep, my, keep doing Zoom. My, 
Good luck. Is this a life or death situation? I would walk for three hours to Brooklyn from Queens to get my drugs. I could walk ten minutes to get to a meeting. Yeah, I don't know. I don't need a meeting. I know God, and God knows me. That's people who don't go to meetings don't know what happens to people who don't go to meetings. Think about that. It ain't good. I'm just trying to see the other side. You got the white chips in here for these two, Todd. Yeah, it's all about. It's all about your. They don't need white chips. They need visitor chips. Keep talking over. That's right. Yeah. Here's my. Want anybody out there to relapse? Here's my thing, okay? So when you look, when no, if you read the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous and it talks about the tenth step, okay, it says right in there, okay, clear as crystal, that based off my spiritual condition, the problem does not exist, okay. Why is it that people feel they need to say, oh, I walked for three hours in the blinding rain and up uphill both ways to go cop my dope and i need to go to a meeting every day that's right no if the problem doesn't exist no i don't need to go to a meeting every day if my spiritual condition is 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 in such that uh you know it's not necessary for me to go to a meeting every day because the problem doesn't exist and i'm in that position of neutrality then so be it that's i have an answer opinion. for you you asked the question because when i wake up in the what morning before i pray to god I'm alcoholic with everything else I had before I got to Alcoholics Anonymous. So I'm doing the same thing because this is life or death for me that I did from day one. But that's great, though. So everybody, you have to find what works for you. That's right. I guess that's really my point is like everybody has to find their own in their own spiritual walk. You know, you have to find what works for you. But I agree with you. you know, we need to uh, wrap things up. Any final thoughts? Aaron, Todd, what do you guys got? So I'm going to end on this. I, for me... What works for me is going to a meeting every day. And when life happens, life happens. And I'm going to continue reaching out to the newcomer, you know, because that's really what I get out of my of, of going to a meeting is reaching out to the newcomer and hearing what I need to hear through you guys. So uh, that's what I'm going to keep doing. Todd, what do you think about this, this well, subject? You know, when I met uh, back in 2009, I met my sponsor and I told him I was willing to go to a meeting every day. And uh, I've done that for 12 years. And uh, it's something inside of me. When you do what you say you're going to do, man, it feels so good. Mm. Mm. Okay, and I brought a little statistic here that's actually Joe and Aaron are totally going to like, and I, I'm going to read it. In a study about treatment for cocaine addiction in 2008, it was found that addicts desiring recovery who regularly got involved in 12-step service activities but attended meetings inconsistently were more likely to stay clean and sober than those who actually didn't get involved in service and went to meetings every day, which brings me to what it says in the big book on page 89, working with others. Practical experience shows that nothing, absolutely nothing will so much ensure immunity from drinking as intensive work with other alcoholics. It doesn't say anything in there about meetings, but me personally, I want everything because it's life or death. I'm not willing to risk it. I want it. Awesome. Awesome. Well, this has been a great episode. And on that note, we are going to go ahead and wrap things up. And just for anyone who's curious um, from the AA World Services, there are, as of December 31st, 2020, there are 69,812 registered groups of Alcoholics Anonymous in the United States. So you have your plethora of meetings out there. And to Joe go can't to. get to one. Unbelievable. Well, no, 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 no. There's plenty yeah. of meetings out there, so any there's no excuse not to go to one. But you want to know unless what? you have a job, right, Joe? <laughs> but, no, but you want to know what? If you don't want to go to one, it, I guess the uh, the choice is up to you. You have to do what's right for your sobriety. Keep coming back. Keep coming yeah, back. Still All right, with your foot on first. That's right. Awesome. Well, hey, thank you guys for being here. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you, Aaron. Thank you, Todd. Beautiful. Tune in for the next episode. And um, hey, have a good day, everyone. <laughs>